Welcome to Textination. Joining us once again is Phil Rosenthal, creator of Everybody Loves Raymond, star of Somebody Feed Phil on Netflix, and lots more, including a great YouTube channel. Thanks for being with us again, Phil. Love being here. Thank you. Where where are you sitting today? What city? I forgot what city you're in. We're based in central New Jersey. Beautiful. My dad's in a retirement community in uh, Jersey. Well, I hope he's doing well. Uh, yeah. Ordinarily, this would be a really exciting time as you get ready for the premiere of another season of Somebody Feed Phil on Netflix. Yeah. That's next month, I think now. But here, That's right. here we are in the midst of the COVID-19 pandemic, and the atmosphere is so different from anything we've ever experienced before. Uh I uh, I was going to say it's a different kind of exciting time, but that's not right to say either. It's a, a harrowing time. It's a time of great uncertainty. And there's never been in our lifetime anything that really, I mean, 9-11 maybe comes close to this feeling of, of kind of uncertainty, worry. Uh, and yet it's bigger than that in a way, because it's going to fa- it affects every single human being. It's global. There's, right. What can you compare it to? Well, Phil, you are going to extraordinary lengths to try to help boosting what Chef Jose Andres and his World Central Kitchen are doing, <clears throat> um, paying local restaurants and workers to feed people who are in need, if I understand it correctly. That's you, right. You and, and your wife, Monica, are, are matching donations up to a million dollars. That's a really beautiful thing, Phil. Tell, tell me more. Thank you. Thank you. Well, I'm, I'm one of the luckiest guys in the world, so I'm blessed to have these resources. And to me, every experience in life, good or bad, you know, it, it, it's so much better to share it, Right. If you're if you have if you're in a bad place and you have someone to talk to, it's good to share. It. By the same token, if something good happens to you, to me, I always say whether I'm eating a hot dog that's delicious or, you know, or I have uh, something I can share with others. It makes it so much sweeter, doesn't it? So that's the that's the message. That's what we have to do today. Those who have must help those who have not. And that it's as simple as that. I don't want to live in a world where that doesn't exist. So, uh, you know, for me, I'm very involved in the food world. I even invest in restaurants because I love the art form so much of, of cooking. I love the community that a restaurant brings. I love the people that work in these places. I love the artists who create dishes that we love. I love that it's a place to go, a restaurant that actually is a community. You know, your neighborhood coffee shop, let's say you're lucky enough to have found a coffee place that, that you love and you go to every day. You start seeing the same people. And sure enough, you start forming a community. The whole premise of the show Cheers was built on this, where everybody knows your name. So I like living in that world. And I would hate for restaurants other than big corporate chains to go out of business. I want to live in a world where this community exists still for my own selfish personal enjoyment. I love it so much. 
and I know that so many other people do as well. We want to live in a world where we can go and see and touch and hug and kiss other people. We don't want to live in a world that doesn't have that. So for me, a lot of my social life takes place in a restaurant. Now, Jose Andres comes from that world. He's a great chef. He has restaurants. And when he started helping people, knowing that if he brings food to distressed areas like the Puerto Rico uh, uh, that we all saw, you know, that him doing that. Sure, great th- work. This isn't anything new for him. Nothing. And now, you know, I decided to throw my lot in with him because this is an expert who gets it done more than some governments we could mention. Right. Sure. Gets it done. Does good work. Has a pure heart. Is a great soul understands what's needed, fixes it immediately, not later, now, right? So he, that we were talking where to, where to make this donation. And I said, if there was a way that we could help restaurants in addition to helping the people who need food, and they have this brilliant plan, which is at the heart of everything, which is what if money was given to restaurants and restaurant workers to sustain them while they feed the needy people. You kill two birds with one stone, right? You, 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 or you help two birds with one stone. And, and the workers too, in the restaurants, at least some of them uh, can keep their jobs. That's exactly the point. You're, you're mobilizing this task force of workers who get paid through our donations, right? And what are they doing? Helping everyone who needs to eat. I said in my post, number one, people need to eat. Number two, restaurants need to feed. Put them together. It's as simple as that. It's really beautiful. And the website is wck.org. I've World got it. Central Kitchen. I'm, I'm hoping millions of others do this to get online and donate and take some of Phil's money out of his pocket. <laughs> I'm happy to give it. And, and you know, those of us who, who are lucky enough to have some extra, come on, this is the time. This is the time. There's never going to be an event like this again, hopefully. Uh, but even if there is, this is the time. This is when we have, this is what the money is for, I think, for emergencies. And even beyond this, I've seen some of the posts that that you've had online, Phil, that uh, really are boosting other charitable organizations and causes, too, trying to help restaurants and, and such, because there are a number of them out there. What is, you have to say to yourself, we're going to get through this. We don't know how long it's going to take. But what world do you want to live in when it's over? Right. This is long-term goal thinking. Yes, short-term goal, help the people who desperately need it right now. But also let's think a little long-term. Do you want to just selfishly hoard your money, your belongings, your toilet paper? Do you want to just selfishly take, 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 take without any thought for what's going to be after this is done, right? Sure. You gotta, you gotta seed, seed the world. There's a, a lot going on in the government and and other things that they're not, they didn't, certainly didn't plan ahead, right? That's 
obvious. We had this beautiful, not beautiful, but important lesson of what this was going to do to us by looking at the other countries it hit before us. Right? Sure. Some of this could have been mitigated. It didn't have to be this bad. Yes, it was going to hit us. It was going to hit us hard. We knew that. There could have been more steps in place. But now it's too late to cry about that. Hopefully, you know, when this is over, this will be ironed out and the the blame will be appropriately uh, put on the, on those who, who didn't heed definite warnings, right? And now the, right warning, now the warnings are more dire than ever. What's to come? Yeah. It's just staggering yeah. and heartbreaking. Among those we've lost is a, a chef that, that you knew, Floyd Carter. Oh, what a sweet sweetheart. I don't know what the, his exact situation was. I don't know if he had a pre-existing condition. I don't, but, you know, the scariest part of this, not just that someone uh, as young as 57 could succumb to this, I know a guy now, he's 52, that I worked with who's on a ventilator. I don't know about his pre-existing conditions. And I'm not trying to scare anybody, but to me, the scariest part is almost half the people who get this can carry it around with zero symptoms. Right. So if that's the case, who do you stay away from, right? You don't even know. If somebody can be perfectly fine and think they're perfectly fine and be out in the world. So the only solution is everybody buckles down and stays six feet away from other people. Right? Sure. And wash your hands and don't touch your face. That's what we've learned. Phil, you are such a a social person uh, around the world at the restaurants, whether you're filming or or traveling for for pleasure. Yes, I want to get back to that. Yes. Around the world. So tell me about your life, your everyday life going through this. I mean, we're all pretty much in the same boat, but some of Well, like like for today, today, for example, this is the highlight. (laughs) Thank you so much. (laughs) No, because I'm interacting with a person I like. This is not. The same as getting to shake your hand and give you a hug and be in person and eat something with you, right? But I have done with my friends this around lunch. And I recommend it to people because you can have the interaction. Yes, it's through the screen. It's not exactly the same, but you are getting that person's face. You're getting that person's voice. You're getting that person's heart and soul. You get it. You get it. It's just through a window. Right. So this we're going to all have to adapt to this life. Listen, the kids today, if I could sound as old as I am for a minute, they're doing this anyway. Right. They they that. Yes, it's usually a text because that's the simplest and easiest, but they're used to all this. They're used to interacting. There's no excuse for kids being stupid enough to congregate in large groups or any groups right now for their own immediate self-gratification. That's silly because they may feel fine again and they may carry it to someone who may die. It's that simple. Uh, But getting back to the nice part of your question, I got a puppy 
Okay. And if you look at my Instagram, you can see him every day. It's called the Daily Murray. And you'll see the puppy. Uh, we got him two weeks ago, Saturday, when, when the kind of lockdown stuff was just beginning. And I thought, this is the perfect time to adopt a puppy. Because when will I have the time to properly train and bond with a puppy? This is now my full-time job. <laughs> and the Daily, Murray, 90... the Daily Murray's on Twitter. <laughs> it's, it's on Twitter. It's on Instagram uh, more, even on the Insta stories, where it's just, you know, little silly videos of a puppy. But, oh, my God, is he cute. Don't touch your face. Um, he's, uh, uh, he's part uh, Pyrenees mix, I think, and with, a, with maybe Shepherd. We're not sure. We might do a DNA test on him to find out his roots. But he's a rescue <laughs> pup. Uh, I've heard other people are doing this now where they're rescuing uh, animals to the point where some of the shelters are even sold out. Wow. So that's good. That's something good that came from this. All the, all the animals that need adoption. There's no better time, people, than right now. If you were thinking about it, you're never going to have this block of time. And it's constructive. I will say that 90% of my day is spent making sure the puppy doesn't pee in the house. <laughs> and just when I think I've made progress, I look away thinking he's got it and he doesn't have it. <laughs> <laughs> and you can't even get the, the, uh, the, the puppy pads so easily now, you know, unless you order them online, I suppose. <laughs> Listen, with the toilet paper shortage, that may be a solution. <laughs> oh no. Everybody's using the wee wee pads. Well, I, I think you just can't help. It's, it's in your your DNA to try to make all of us smile, feel better, even through something like this. Which come on, that's so what. That, listen, it, we all want to contribute, right? So, so uh, I'm I'm hearing from people on on social media that the show means even a little more to them now because why? It's a positive thing. I think it was designed to be positive. It was designed to show you that the world is a friendly, beautiful place. Uh, and what I would say to people watching, it's not, don't look at the show as, oh, I wish we could still travel. I wish that we could go to these places. Look at, this was a time when you could. No, look at it as, let's make our travel plans. Let's plan for the future. If you plan for the future, then you have one. If you don't plan the, for the future, right, or think long-term, you make sure that there is no long-term, right? Sure. So I want it to be not even aspirational, but possible. Terrific. Now, so tell us what, what you're reading. What, what, what is yeah. feeding Phil now through all this? Is it the restaurants takeout? Or? I, can, I can literally, I, can, I mean, this is, because of the circumstances, we are actually in a golden age of takeout and delivery of food. It's unbelievable how the restaurants have shifted so quickly to we are now in the takeout and delivery business. So how do we make that experience as good as possible, right? It used to be an adjunct to the restaurant. Now it is the restaurant. So their heart and souls are, you know, for the, for the good place, the people that really care about what they do. And I'm telling you, I've had 
I've had some of the great meals of my life that I've gone to pick up safely at the place. They stand outside with gloves and masks and you, you stand six feet away and they put it there and you, you take it home. There's reheat instructions. There's a, and I'm telling you, absolutely fantastic. We even have mail ordered food in to try. You know, I've got nothing else to do. So um, <laughs> just like reg- in regular times, I look forward to where I'm going to eat my lunch and my dinner, right? Where am I, where am I, where am I eating? So it's coming to me now. Are you cooking more? Because a lot of families are spending more time in the kitchen. I'm a terrible cook. And first of all, I am cooking a little more. I'm not crazy about it. Nobody's crazy about my cooking. But the other thing is I really do want to support my local places. So I am ordering as much as possible from them and, and other people that, that we love. I... I, I this could last a long time. And thank God, these places, I have an amazing here in LA, an amazing amount of choices. We just have to make sure that we sustain them, that we keep them going, because you're going to want to eat people. You're going to want to not cook every day. You're going to want to order in some food. And, and those, you know those what? favorite As, places, we want them to be there when this is all over too. Absolutely right. So you're investing in now, eating today and the future. That place will still be there if you do that. Buy the gift cards if you want, but also help through the World Central Kitchen and other saveourrestaurants.org is also great. There's a lot of places to give to the places that have meant something to you in your daily life. Don't forget them. Terrific. Before all this, uh, Phil, you you taped an episode of Curb your enthusiasm with, yes. with Larry David. And that, yes. has, that has helped us to laugh through this. Uh, I couldn't be happier with that. Uh, it's funny how many people watch that show that, that I know that because I got reaction from people who, you know, I've said, you don't watch somebody feed Phil, but that you watch. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I get it. Larry David is one of the funniest people on the earth. And I was thrilled to do it. I did it once before, too. I was a poker player, maybe in season one or two uh, with him. And we've been friendly, I would say, through the years, uh, both being in the same business and knowing the same people. We've been out a few times. But he's not a really social guy. The guy, the guy you get on the show is a the slight exaggeration as to his uh, real personality. That's what makes it so funny, because you believe him. We'll be talking to you again we sure hope very soon about, about the new season of Somebody Feed Phil uh, coming up What a, a month from now. When does it premiere, Phil? Uh, in May. That's... In May. I can't give you the exact date, but I couldn't be more excited. These are our best shows we've ever done. Uh, there'll be five of them coming in May and then another five uh, later for uh, so because they picked us up for two seasons. Uh Turns out we're their top uh, food show and their top travel show. So I couldn't be more excited. I, I love connecting with people through that show. I think it is good to watch during this time because you get to see beautiful places, at least virtually, if you can't be there personally, right? Yeah, and can you, I guess you can only, it's gone through your head, I'm sure. You can only imagine what if this had happened in the midst of trying to to put this show together. It couldn't have happened. No show. Yeah. No show. We, we finished in uh, January 
uh, filming uh, when when all of this was just beginning. And people can go to philrosenthalworld.com for for more. You you've got you've got some fun videos on YouTube too. Yes. So to tell us about the that that uh, what I was doing. On, it, I know you were in New Jersey even for one of those. I was. <laughs> But going, going, uh, you you see uh, bonus scenes from the shows that we've shot already are there on the YouTube channel, and you also get uh, something that I was just doing with my friends between seasons, which was going around to the places that I like and highlighting them, and giving you you know as if it was a segment from the show. Terrific. Well, again, uh, philrosenthalworld.com, or you can do a search on YouTube for for some of those things. And the World Central Kitchen site, uh, where we can all pitch in once again, is wck.org. Go there, give some money, give what you can. It's not it's not easy for a lot of people right now, but of course, do do whatever you can. No, I'm not saying for people, you know, who don't have to give. I'm saying for the people who can give, please give. Phil, thank you to you and to Monica for what you're doing with that and for everything else, for for keeping us in as good a spirits as possible. And we hope you and your family, including Murray, stay healthy. Uh, Bless you. Bless everybody watching and and listening. And, uh, you know, this too shall pass, people. Let's make the best of it. Now this. How many companies out there have continued to innovate when it comes to building a better radio? I'm Fred Fishkin, host of Textonation, and I'm here to tell you about the new CC SkyWave SSB radio from the wonderful people at C-Crane. Bob and his crew really love radio, and it shows in this new compact model that is packed with features. Beyond great AM and FM reception and sound, you can tune into shortwave signals from around the world, listen to ham radio operators, aviation, and more. It's the radio you'll turn to every day, and in emergencies. It will run for nearly three days on just two AA batteries. Pair the sleep timer with the new Soft Speaker 3, and you've got the perfect radio for your nightstand. Of course, it can wake you up too. Click on Crane at Textination.com and put in the code Textination for a free flashlight with your order. They love radio, and you'll love Crane.